This is the Evangelical Church of Bermuda's weekly sermon podcast. Thank you for joining us. Here is this week's sermon. Uh, good evening all, I'm Jermico. I'm the youth pastor here at Evangelical Church, and it's my privilege to read our scripture for tonight. So we'll be in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 25 to 35, and it says this. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what he had said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. For many, Christmas is a wonderful time of year. But what about the rest of the year? You get a few festive days off of holiday, then reality resumes. The reality is that life is generally filled with challenges, both great and small. We experience constant struggle, grief, frustrations of various types and degrees. Life has always been and continues to be sprinkled with suffering. This was no different for the world that Jesus was born into. But Jesus brings something to us when he comes into the world. And this passage that was just read points out three things that he brings that address what we all need. Salvation light, and consolation. The passage introduces a seemingly old man, Simeon. God had revealed that he wouldn't die until he saw the Lord's chosen one, known as the Messiah. When Mary and Joseph came to the temple to present their firstborn child as the law required, Jesus, the Lord, Simon or Simeon was directed by God to the temple to this couple who had this baby. He takes the baby in his arms and breaks out in poetry or song. This is the last song recorded by the gospel writer Luke regarding Jesus' birth. There's four of them in total. The first thing that he mentions in this song is salvation. 
Simeon says, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Simeon now says that he can die because his eyes have seen God's salvation. This little baby, Jesus. He doesn't just say, though, he can die. He says it more poetic. He says, I can depart in peace. If you were trapped in a burning building, but you were given 100% assurance of your rescue, you could relax. You may feel the heat from the fire and smell the smoke, but you could have peace in the midst of that chaos knowing your rescue is coming and it's certain. Now, you, you might be wondering in this context, what, what do we need saving from? The salvation or rescue here is, is from our sin. Sin is mentioned from the beginning of the Bible all the way through to the end. Sin is the things that we do, say, or think that oppose our Creator and also hurt others. None of us are immune to sin. Jesus gives 100% assurance that He can rescue you from that. You can try your own way, but I know you won't be 100% assured. Without Jesus, you will always have a doubt of your salvation because you're probably thinking it matters on some part of what you do. But we all fail in different ways. We never me measure up to the bar of even our own standards, let alone God's. But in Jesus, there is no condemnation. There is innocence before God. There is salvation. Simeon then says this rescuer is light. He says a light for revelation to the Gentiles. That idea of a light for revelation has to do with making known. If you take that word revelation, you see the word reveal in there. To reveal means to make known. If you're in a dark room, or maybe on this dark field, if it had with all its cars on it, uh, and there was no moon and no stars and no street lights, you can't see where you're going, and you bump into things because you don't know where to walk. You can try to envision what's there, but you can never truly know with certainty. When someone turns on a light, you're given knowledge of what's in that room. You can begin to move around in ways where movement was meant to happen. You don't have to imagine what's there. You can now clearly see. You know, there, there is so much confusion in the world. What is right, what is wrong, seems to be constantly changing. Jesus brings light into the world and to our minds so we can see clearly not only how the world was meant to be, but also how we're meant to live and who we are. 
We all want to know who we are and what our purpose is, and Jesus is the light to see that. The last thing I want to mention about Simeon is what he was waiting for. Simeon was waiting for the consolation of Israel. Consolation was what he was waiting for or looking forward to, anticipating. What is consolation? Well, when you console someone, you you comfort them or you, you lift their spirits. Why was this the big thing that he was longing for? Well, his nation had been oppressed for ages. And they were currently under Roman occupation, so still oppressed. The strong, prosperous nation that they once were seemed like only fairy tale stories from once upon a time. In a world sprinkled with suffering, we want comfort, and we all go searching for it somewhere. Where do you search for it? Where do you search for comfort? in a world sprinkled with suffering. You know what I thought of when when I thought of this, just as one example, there are many, but today many find it in their online lives on social media. Social media can be a pacifier to ease our suffering, lessen our boredom, and give us a sense of purpose. But should our comfort come from something that can be broken, like a smartphone, or hacked into, like Instagram? Jesus was born into suffering, and he met it head on. He did not have rich, powerful parents. His first crib was a manger, otherwise known as a feeding trough. His suffering would continually increase through his life and would culminate at his rejection, upon his rejection from his own people and his crucifixion. But this was by design. God sent his son Jesus from the splendor of heaven to the suffering of earth to be our rescuer and light but to also give us a God who knows our suffering and therefore can truly, truly console us. He can relate to you. He is not a faraway God, but one who is acquainted with all of our sufferings. He gets us because he walked in humanity's shoes. And he came because he loves you. His death was a sacrifice of his sinful life, his sinless life for our sinful life. It was a substitute. That's why only Jesus is the God of all comfort, the light of life and the Savior of the world. 
and he invites all to receive him like you would a gift at Christmas time. Without payment, without any strings attached. Like a child. Enjoy. We don't have to clean ourselves up to come to him and receive him. We simply come to him just as we are. I know that might seem foreign to you because when we think about coming to God, we think about getting some things straightened up first. But that goes contrary to why he came. He came down to us because we couldn't straighten ourselves up and rise to him. Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Come to him and receive him as your greatest gift, and you'll find salvation, light, and even consolation for your weary soul. Let us pray again. Father, thank you for this wonderful good news of Jesus coming. Thank you that he came to suffer for us so that we could have salvation, so that we could have light, and so that we could be consoled. What an amazing God you are to think that our God has scars. No other God can say that about himself. I pray for the one who doesn't have Jesus as their greatest present. May they accept him into their heart by faith, simply trusting him and coming to them, coming to him as they are. And may they start that journey of walking with him. Thank you for this time in your Bible. Be with us as we continue. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information, check out our website at ecb.bm. Join us again next week for our next podcast.